Welcome to the Northwest Boardroom Podcasting Network. Let's join Northwest Boardroom President Gower D. Talley as he brings a new perspective to the theory of constraints and as he illustrates that many organizations are closer to success than they realize. My name is Gower Talley. Welcome to the Northwest Boardroom. Tell me, folks, what do winners get? What are the rewards for the best of the very best? Just for example, what does the owner of the winning horse of a major horse race get? Well, in some cases, they get millions of dollars in prize money. They get accolades, the trainer and jockey become heroes, they are considered experts, they are sought after for future races, the list is endless. Winners get everything. So what if one doesn't win? What do losers get? What are the wages of mediocrity? Well, keeping with our analogy, what do the owner, trainer, and jockey of the fifth place finisher in a major horse race get? At best, they get nothing. If they are lucky, they just get to go home and try to forget. Often they are even punished for their failure. Trainers and jockeys are fired and the owner may have to sell the horse for a huge loss. Losers get nothing. Now what is the quantified, measurable difference between these two? What is the difference between the very best and the middle of the pack average in our analogy? Well, the difference in terms of the reward received between greatness and mediocrity is huge. Losers get nothing and winners get everything. Now, here's the interesting part. In terms of skill and effort, in terms of actual measurable performance, what's the difference between these two, between the winner and the loser? In a typical major horse race, the difference between the winner of the race and the fifth place horse is often less than half a second. The fifth place team trained almost as hard. The fifth place horse ran the entire distance that the winner ran. The jockey of the fifth place horse brushed up against the winner at the final turn. At the wire, the winner stretched six extra feet in the final three strides and it made all the difference in the world. The quantified difference in terms of actual measurable performance between greatness and mediocrity is often microscopic. In many cases, the difference is so small that it's difficult to measure. Well, folks, this analogy proves true in our everyday lives and in our business enterprises as well. We tend to assume that the time, effort, and money that must be expended in any growth effort is going to be proportionate to the amount of increase we want to see in the results. But fortunately, this is often not true at all. Very often, there are leverage points, places where tiny changes can produce incredible results. I encounter this misunderstanding frequently. An underperforming company may believe that they need to completely retool their organization. They believe that they need to reinvent the wheel. They start looking at new advertising, new management, new production methods, new facilities. They are performing at 50% of their potential. They believe that they need to change their actual performance by 50%, at least, to realize the 50% growth that they need in results. Right? Well, very often, this just isn't the case. 
much of the time, there is a leverage point. Sometimes we refer to this point as a constraint. It is a point where small, focused changes and specifically targeted efforts can make an incredible and immediate difference. These points are very often either at the point where your market meets your company, lowest level customer service or sales, or at the point where your leaders meet your employees, but they can be anywhere within your organization. Almost every organization has significant untapped potential and significant unused capacity, but is limited by a simple, easy to address constraint. Changing the attitude of an inbound customer service team from administrative curtness to one of enthusiastic appreciation can sometimes change an entire large organization on a dime. When customer service people, be they in-person, telephone, or web, understand that their job is not taking orders, that their job is making customers glad they called, and that taking orders is only one component of that, your market's perception of your entire company can change overnight. When your frontline leaders understand that their job is not giving direction and supervising actions, that their job is leading people to want to excel, with direction and supervision only a component of that, performance can improve geometrically now. There are many of these small leverage points. We all have them. The best of the very best seem to be those who can find ways to do the small things right absolutely every time. So as we, as leaders, owners, and managers, begin to plan to move our organizations forward, Let's stop losing sleep about the complete reinventions of our organizations and the massive efforts that we may believe are necessary to ensure our very survival. Instead, let's find and execute those tiny changes that can help us move from marginal to spectacular right now. Remember our racehorse analogy? You don't need a new jockey, a new horse, or even a new type of race. You're almost there. All you need is one half of one second more. And as always, if you would like the Northwest Boardroom to help you find that extra half second, have your people call our people. My name is Gower Talley with the Northwest Boardroom. Until next time. For more information on the Northwest Boardroom, please visit www.thenorthwestboardroom.com.